Good evening. Welcome to the Snake River Lib. It's Monday, the 22nd. And for those uh, perhaps not initiated, um, the 22nd is George Washington's birthday. So happy birthday to the first president and founder of our founding father of our nation, George Washington. Um, it's really hard on uh, to talk about a few things today, but we're going to. Of course, Washington is still under siege uh, by National Guardsmen. It's not uh, uh, the National Guardsmen's choice there. They're there under orders uh, by the Commander-in-Chief. Remember, Washington, D.C. wants to become a state. Uh, there's a House resolution to make them a state. And so, but right now it's an occupied territory because it's been deemed unsafe um, by the commander-in-chief, or rather, those who are pulling the strings on the commander-in-chief. So, uh, let's move on from that, because that's really kind of a boring uh, subject. So, the uh, Supreme Court today decided, in a 6-3 ruling, that they're not going to hear uh, some of the... Uh, not. I don't, th I don't believe it was a determination on all of the challenges regarding the election, but it was regarding three uh, challenges regarding Pennsylvania's handling of the election. Um, all I have to say is cowards. Um, the law, when it comes to the law, justice is blind, or should be blind. And the law should not consider things like people's feelings. Should not consider should not consider things like um, how things will look. The law is the law, and that's a problem. So, in a six-three ruling, the the uh, the Supreme Court in these Pennsylvania cases decided that uh, um, the Constitution is wrong. Objectively, that is what they decided. And so let me first say kudos to the dissenters. They are Justices Thomas, Alito, and Gorsuch. So first things first... Um, the Democrats in the Senate and the media owe Justice Amy Coney Barrett an apology. The way they treated her and the way she was portrayed in the media was horrible. That she would be a shill for the Trump administration um, that she would be one in determining the election. In a way she was, but not the way the Democrats thought she would be. Which was unfortunate. Um, they owe her a tremendous apology. Because what she did, of course, she violated her oath um, and put expedience and 
preservation of perhaps her own life over the Constitution and the law of the land. And so why do I say that? Well, in the Constitution it states that the government, meaning the state legislature, determines how electors for each state will be selected. They determine uh, the laws governing the elections for each state for president. Not the executive branch, not the Secretary of State or some election board, not even the Supreme Court. None of those entities, except for the state legislature, which passes the statute, and then it's signed into law by the governor, has the authority to determine how electors are selected or in what way the election is run. And what happened in Pennsylvania, of course, was that the uh, state executive or the state election board at the last minute, and this was upheld by the state Supreme Court, um, decided that not only could mail-in ballots be counted after received being received 8 p.m. on election night, which was contrary to statute. So, one, there's a violation of the law right there. There was no vagueness in the law. Ballots had to be received by 8 p.m. election night to be counted. The Supreme Court arbitrarily sent that they uh, determined it had to be received by Friday. But it gets even worse. Because they determined that if there was no postmark which verified proof that they were at least put in the mail by election day, then if there was no postmark, then they were still counted. And you wonder why people think that there was election fraud. course why anybody would wonder is beyond me. Now Justice Thomas wrote a scathing dissent and it's well worth reading. But here's the thing. When the Supreme Court decided shortly before the election that those ballots could be counted. When I say the Supreme Court, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court People brought a suit against the state election board. And prior to the election, they were found to not have standing to bring the case because the election hadn't been decided. Now, the finding is that the case is moot because the election's already been determined.
So, do you understand how justice was carried out here? Or rather, injustice was carried out here. And so when people say, well, all these cases were heard and dismissed, they were dismissed for many reasons, including them a lack of standing. But now, post-election, the Supreme Court is now saying... Well, the election's decided, so it, this case is moot. The case should have been heard. Because here's the thing. Fraud through a violation of statute was accomplished in Pennsylvania. Any ballot received after 8 p.m. on election night should not have been counted. Period. If you're going to go with the law. Think about that. Justice is not blind here. I mean, you know the three. Uh, Sotomayor and um, um, Souter and and uh, Kagan. You know those are automatic. And you know Roberts is practically automatic as well. Um, Kavanaugh, I'm a little surprised. I think that what is, happens, and of course Barrett, Comey Barrett, but I think that these people are also thinking about their lives and are seriously recognizing the risk to their lives. Because had the Supreme Court taken these cases and ruled that in reality these states did violate their own statutes, which they did, Can you imagine? Here we have a president who whose legitimacy was gone and Trump was right. And you can't have that. I'll be right back with a few more parting thoughts and uh, I'll be right back. And we're back. Um, just a few more things. Um, this is a very dangerous road. This whole concept of you don't have standing before the election, and after the election it's moot because the election's already been decided. And that's what happened here. Um, FYI. Um, that's a very dangerous road. And yet it's the road that we're on right now. This is the democratization of the Supreme Court. Um, the other courts will follow eventually if they're not already there. They're going to take their cues there. They're not going to take up any cases that's going to be a threat to the mob. And when I say the mob, I'm not talking about the mafia. I'm talking about the mob being 
citizens who could pose a violent threat to the court or to court members or to the government. So the the Supreme Court is likely now in the hands, and pretty soon um, the packing of the court will occur. Um, I mean, we don't know how long it will take. It took a long time for them to finally um, override uh, the uh, elimination of the uh, state protections, as well as the state, uh, the senators representing the states, but they've done that, and now they're in the process of not only uh, uh, taking um, the uh, electoral college away, but the Supreme Court away as away as well. By the way, do you know what follows democracy? You could say the Bolshevik Revolution was a democratic movement. It was the people that had enough, and they were taking things in their own hands. Uh, You could say the French Revolution, uh, they considered it a a democratic movement. You know what always follows those things? First, there's the purge. Eliminate all trappings of of those in power. Um, You know, usually by violent means. And then comes the dictatorship. Um, almost universal. That's what happens. That's what the founders feared more than anything else. That's why um, it was said, it's a republic if you can keep it. There is no respect in democracy for individual rights. In fact, uh, democracy hates the individual. Make no mistake about that. Um... There is some good news, surprisingly enough, right? Um, Nira Tandem, who's uh, Tandon, who is uh, the Biden nominee for um, Office of uh, Management and Budget. Uh, Manchin, I mentioned this last time, Manchin, uh, Senator Van- Manchin from West Virginia has said that he is not going to support her. He's not going to vote for her nomination. You now have Susan Collins. Um, sometime Republican of Maine has also said that she will not support uh, her in that role. And I believe I saw also somewhere that um, Mitt Romney is probably leaning against it. Um, so this, she could be very, uh, quite likely, the one of the first nominees. Um uh, that will go down in flames for the Biden administration. It's not over yet, by the way. You know, there's still some squish Republicans out there. Um, so we'll have to see. One thing that's very entertaining to me, and this is what we're going to wrap up with, is with the Trump not in the headlines now, Trump not being the foil now, you're seeing Democrats kind of turn on each other here and there. You're starting to see the the cracks break. Um, you know, you of course Cuomo in New York uh, with the issues there with COVID. By the way, COVID deaths and and um, uh, as well as uh, uh, new cases or hospitalizations are down significantly. Um, 
But, of course, we're not going to open up schools in the big cities because the teachers' union said so. Um, but you're seeing uh, issues in California, one of the bluest of states, where uh, there's going to be a recall of Gavin Newsom. Um, and so he's he's likely out the door. Uh, they are turning on each other. And why? Because they don't have Trump to focus their energy. You know, they, they tried really hard to direct their, their anger at Ted Cruz for stupidly, admittedly, going down to Cancun uh, when Texas was going through a big freeze and power problem. And by the way, there's a, a lot of issues there. They have to be addressed, and they're they're blaming the the lack of regulatory um, things in place right now for what's going on in the electrical side of things, and perhaps the case. My guess is that they allowed a big corporation to um, run amok, and and so that's just another typical case of big government in bed with big corporations. Remember, neither of those things cares about the individuals. Democrats, not democracy, but Democrats with the capital D, they could they could not care less about individuals themselves. If you look at what they do, everything is about groups. This group, that group, race, gender, sex, ethnicity, you know, it's never about an individual, and and you know they rode Fauci, uh, they rode at Cuomo as long as they could. Every single media person, if they were smart, they would be asking, you know, should we continue the Cuomo model? You know, for the past year, we've heard from from Saint Fauci and, and the media that the Cuomo model was the gold standard. We've heard that in Congress. We've heard that uh, from the media. We've heard that from all these Democrat doctors that the Cuomo model was the gold standard. Well, it's a yes or no question. Is it the gold standard? Is that what we need to do? Put people who are still recovering, thus uh, contagious from COVID, put them into um, a facility that does not have the isolation capability, the PPE, and, oh, did I mention the most vulnerable of the population? I guess if you want to get rid of the, po the, the undesirables or less desirables, according to them, you know, they don't contribute to society. All they do is drain on it. You know, and that's the democratic way. Um, so is that something that they should continue to do? And every single one of them should be asked. Fauci needs to be asked. Do you still say we need to follow the Cuomo model? Put them on the record. But they won't. The media certainly will not do that. Because, you know, they'll just throw Cuomo under the bus in their own way. We'll see.
Um, that's all I have for today. You know, I as I sit and do these things, and I don't do a whole lot, especially since I'm out on the road right now. Um, but I still am in awe of the Maharishi for his ability to do three hours a day with no guests um, to be able to command a presence for three hours a day. The world will miss Rush Limbaugh in the best way possible, regardless of what those on the left say. He said what millions were thinking. And the world is worse off without him. It's the Snake River Lib. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.